Hello, welcome to another week of Fantasy Harness Racing, the podcast. My name's Paul Cochran. I've got Brett Skelly and Tom Swiderski with me. G'day, boys. Yeah, g'day, boys. Good to be here again. Yeah, good to be back. It is uh, two weeks down. We've another another big weekend on the scorecard, lads. Um, another score well over 500 has, has taken out the title uh, a little around the grounds. Brett, how'd you go? Uh, it's fair to say it was a poor week. Yeah, um, not happy. Yes, yeah, I, I'm going to have to dig a ditch for my team and uh, and chuck them in it. So, no, I've I've I played poorly. I didn't pick as well as I should have. So I've uh, I've, I've had a very bad week. I think I've got about half of what the winner got. So I got 281 <laughs> points this time. I think failure is half the fun, though, isn't it? Yeah, it didn't feel like that on Saturday <laughs> night. <laughs> Tommy, I didn't do too bad. Stuck where I was in the mid 70s overall there, but. Um, a couple of mistakes on my behalf and a few um, reserves that got good points that were sitting there and couldn't utilise them. Okay. Uh, I'm, I've moved up a spot. I'm fourth overall. Didn't have as good a week as last week, but um, managed to pick up a spot on the on the overall ladder. So uh, fourth overall. Uh, got a little bit of repair work to do. I think like most people, I think um, the team structure needs a little bit of work. Um, yeah. Obviously, we went out and we, we broke some news Yesterday on the social media and everyone got an email, four trades. I was feeling a little bit generous over the weekend, boys, and I thought, let's give everyone four trades. What, how do you feel about that, Tom? Very grateful. Um, <laughs> I need them. I've overhauled my team um, at the moment. You can always reverse those changes, which is the good part about it. So um, I've used up my four, but um, nothing to say I won't change again. So you're the kid who spends his pocket money the minute yep. he gets it. Pay packet <laughs> gone. <laughs> What, is four trades going to be help or hindrance, Brett? Big help. Yeah. yeah. If you've had a round similar to mine, then, yeah, it's a huge help. I mean, it's, um, yeah, I think a lot of people blew up their teams, as you were saying last week. I think this is going to help people reestablish and get back into it. So it's, um, no, it's going to be great to, to have that extra one this week. Yeah, look, I, I think what it'll do, and ideally three weeks in, um, it's going to allow people to fix up some of the sort of the – what may have been some glaring errors uh, when they assembled their team initially and ideally it ideally it does pack the field up a little bit more it brings more people into play and you know we I guess we don't want people kind of getting away from the pack too far where it's where it's too far gone I think you had some people who hit the ground running there um, and we spoke to Troy last week and he's one of those uh, but I think a lot of people are just betting down in the first couple of weeks as well and this is going to get um, people to re-establish their teams and now they know what's going on with it and, and start running from there. The other thing is we, we're starting to get an idea of what a good score is and we, we talked about it a lot before the game started in the weeks leading up where we said, okay, we, we assume that's a good score. I think some of the numbers we were throwing around in the lead up, some of those numbers that Josh Gallagher and um, Cameron Hart and Jack Callaghan were pulling, and we were using them as examples. Jack Trainer had a had a big night out in a, you know, on a, on a group night. Um, they seem to be at the real top end of the scale. Like now that the game's taken shape, you know, obviously Cameron Hart pulled a big number this week, but around that sort of fifty seems to be a really good score. Yeah, that's a top score. Um, but you look at Leighton Green and Michael Formosa, mid-30s, that's a very good score for their yeah. price. It's all it's all dependent on price. Yeah, yeah. If you're getting a 200,000-point uh, driver for 10, 15 points, that's a big win. 
All right, well, what we want to do is give the give the podcast a little bit of momentum, a little bit of pace, and break it up and have all these different categories. So, boys. Winner, winner, chicken dinner. Winning. Hey, that's pretty good. Winner. That was legitness. That I say, all right, all right, all right. Wow, winning. Bam. Just like that. That's all there is to it. That's, that's all there is to it. Boys, the winner this week was f- with a score of 559. So the highest score of the round was Andrew Burke with 559 and, and Trent Boldston 554 second for the round. Overall, pretty good scores. Not as big as the as what Troy pulled to win the round the previous week, but that probably is, I think, going to be somewhere around where we're going to be each week. Yeah, I think it's, uh, it's something to aim for, definitely for most people. And I think we're finding that, you know, getting above 500 and getting above towards the 550s is such a hard thing to do now. And it's, um, as you said before, we were, we're throwing around numbers early on. I think we're trying to find out what our elite scores are, and I think that's above 500. When you've got 281, it's, uh, a lot you're, of ground you're to looking, yeah, you're looking up there, it's like looking at the stars. Yeah. And I mean, um, the other thing is that our, we had a bonus points race, yeah. and there were several people who, who featured high up on the point scale in that race who actually aren't even in the game. Like Brendan Barnes yeah, won the won race. Mm. So yeah. we had a visitor come in and win the race. So that 20 points went begging. Yeah. So no one got it. Yeah. No, it's a, it's a hard one when you see things like that. And we've had a few uh, drivers recently, and Arthur Clancy's another one who's who's not in the game. But, yeah, he's he's picked up two in recent times as well. So, yeah, when you see those ones and they go begging, they think, uh, yeah, what, what, what could have been? Troy McDonald, who we spoke to on the show last week, he's still leading, but his lead's not as not as large. Well, actually, I mean, it's bigger than it was, but but we've got a new contender, and, and it is Trent Boldston, who we said he, he was the second highest scorer for the round, and he's actually surged up a second overall. So Troy's lead's at 16. So, you know, we're looking at that's a first and a second and a, and a participation point, basically, is what is what he's in front across that whole range of racing that we've seen so far. Uh, Will Norman surged up to to third on the board, and and I'm fourth, and obviously I'm ineligible. So uh, don't feel like it's it is too far gone, people. If you if you're having a look at where you are on the rankings, we are literally two weeks out of 25 into the competition, and that's where I think these four trades are going to really give people a glimmer of hope. It's a good chance to reevaluate what works. You've had a two week sample size now to sort of say. Right, this type of team structure works, and we think that extra trade is going to just going to help people assemble a squad which might be a bit more competitive. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, and it's um, having that extra one as well. And uh, people might only be just getting a team in, or they might have had a bad week. I mean, for mine, I've dropped three hundred and thirty-six places <laughs> by by having one bad week. But the opposite can be true as well. You can you can jump up if you have a particularly good week. So. Those guys that we were talking about just before having their, their 500, 550s, you know, they're jumping up places and, and they're the guys with the targets on their back that you want to get. But this this extra one this week, that's that's going to help a lot of people. Is it, Tommy? I think is it, so. Is it a chance that you could you could uh, get a bit carried away and butcher your team and, and your, your team structure? Yeah, as you were just saying before, it's a chance to change your strategy or your team structure, but that could work the opposite way for you. Um We've only had a two-week sample size. Maybe five, six weeks is more, you know, you get more accurate readings on, on the game and how it's working. But 
I've taken the opportunity and I've overhauled it. So um, I'm a bit contradicting myself there, but yeah, I've overhauled my team. Oh, the yeah. people who are, are, are not wanting this fourth trade, they'd boo Santa Claus. This is a gift. This yeah. is a gift. Use it. a little bit of that on Twitter yesterday. People questioning the the, uh, the direction that was being taken, wanting to know why. He, um, Wanted answers. Needed to be a Jeff Toovey investigation into what was going on. <laughs> they weren't happy. I was, uh, I was somewhat taken aback by that. But as I said, you know what? What? Uh, what good is power if you can't use it for for good and world peace? So I, I, th- I figured that uh, an extra trade was a, was a nice thing to be doing, particularly on a Sunday. You know, people should be chilling out and, you know, cooking barbecues. I was cleaning barbecues, and uh, but um, yeah, I thought you know that 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 was a good opportunity to get in and. You know, help people out. Isn't that what we're about? As I say, it was a fantastic thing for me to see. I was I was not cleaning barbecues. I was crying over the top of the iPad. <laughs> that was the week that was. It's over. Let it go. We had a lot this week, and we've nothing left to wait for. That was the week that was, boys. We'll be hearing a little bit more more of that. Um, The week that was was really the story of Cameron Hart. I mean, oh, my God, 89. So we we talked about not knowing what a good score is. Well, I thought uh, thought Cam was a chance of pulling a ton there for a minute. He he was on – I was having a look at what he had coming up, and I realised he was running out of drives to get the ton. I mean, I think it's inevitable someone's going to get 100, and then I think the – the damn wall might break a little bit and we'll get a run of them, particularly around the, the big carnival yeah. period. But uh, 89, gee, he was just putting together a string of results, Tom. 89 points in 20 drives for the week. Didn't drive at Menangle on Saturday night and still come up with that tally. Ultra impressive. I didn't have him as captain, unfortunately, and which was a, a large mistake, but we'll move on. I knew, I knew he was on course for something. I, I was talking to him at a Menangle on Tuesday afternoon and um, and I had drafted him into my team that morning. I know that I kind of had a change of thought, and when I saw what was going on with him going to Tamworth, and I knew he was going to be driving him an angle, and I saw what he had at Penrith too, I thought, oh, look, he's he's probably a good pick to bring in. Um, and I, I said to him, oh, I saw him, I said, oh, man, I brought you into my team because we were talking about the, the ambassador colours, and I wanted to see how, how that was all going. And he said... Uh, yeah, I think I might have a good night at Tamworth too. And I, I thought, oh, this might be a, a good little move. Gee, I wish I had to put the captaincy on him. and uh, But I, I certainly didn't expect 89. I mean, that's even when we've crunched the numbers and said, what's a what's a good a good night? We haven't reached those type of numbers, Brett. No, we've, we've not even been close. I think uh, this time last week we were sitting around this table and we were saying, he might be one that you want to take out this week and because he's uh, he's not going to be driving on Saturday night, but he goes out there and he smashes it at Tenworth. I mean, yeah, 89, um, just given the the limited number of drives he had, just that's out of this world stuff. And as you say, if, if he drove there at Menangle on Saturday night, we were looking at the ton. We, we possibly even might have cleared 150. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I think he left a few points out there too, Tom. Yeah, yeah I think so. Of- and he was quite unlucky at Penrith on Thursday on a couple yeah. of drives as well, so he could have easily gotten over that ton. 89 for Cameron. Uh, one you mentioned before, I thought, was it was a real good get if people managed to get him in, into the team. Michael Formosa, so 34 for the round. Uh, he picked up picked up most of them at, on a real good night at Tamworth. Yeah. Uh, Double points was, for second in the, yeah. in the guitar. He yeah. had a good week. Mm. Um, 
Gemma Coney's one that I brought into my team. We didn't see Gemma feature in week one. I brought her in and I was pretty happy with the 29 that she got. I thought that was a pretty good result. We saw her go round at uh, Dubbo and we saw her at, at Tamworth. So I thought that made her a decent value to bring in. Yeah, another one that we didn't really mention last week. We um, we mentioned Blake Hughes, Grace Pinella, um, Tom Eisner's those ones up in the uh, the Hunter area to bring into the team last week, especially with uh, the Tamworth. Uh, the golden guitar, yeah. We didn't really mention it. We mentioned it very quickly at the end, and um, I think we're uh, we're worse off for it. She uh, she was the best performed out of those four that we've just mentioned. Tom Ison's another one that I think with just with a little bit more luck could have really rewarded those people who bought him in for that. Yeah, primarily as a bit of a one week play, given how well he goes at Tamworth. Uh, Matty Rue had a had a better week in week two than he did in week one. I know a lot of people had thought that Matty was a real point of difference type driver for them in, in the western region. They brought him in and he got 25. Nathan Turnbull, we only saw Nathan at, well, we saw him at Menangle on Tuesday. Yeah. He was unlucky there too. I yeah. thought he could have had a few more winners. But he picked up 37 and the bulk of them came at Dubbo on Wednesday night. So And that, that could have been a bigger night again for Nathan. Yeah. I, it could have been, yeah. I mean, you had your choice there last week. Um, you had Mitchell, you had Nathan, um, and I think a lot of people would have, would have gone one way or the other given the drives that they had at, at Dubbo. But, yeah, I went the wrong way with that one and, and put Mitch in. But, yeah, it was. Um, I, th- I thought that was a 50-50 call, but, yeah. Nathan's like out of the Western Western region, Tommy, at the moment. Nathan's your MVP. Yeah, at the moment, yeah. Um, Amanda's been – she was quiet this week, um, not as many drives and – um, with that Bathurst meeting on, what was it, Friday night? Um, that wasn't counted in the points. Yeah. Yeah, which was a bit of a disappointment. Luke, McCarthy and, and a few good drivers are up there and couldn't utilise them for our team, but we'll move on. And, yeah, as you said, Nathan's the MVP of that Western District at the moment. Yeah, yeah. As you said, small sample size, though, two weeks in. Josh Gallagher, another another real good week. I think he's in for a good week ahead, too. Uh, 48 for Josh. Luke McCarthy, 37. has just been that Mr. Consistency, just... Getting picking up enough winners to come up with that type type of score. I mean, it, but you'd want that. You're paying over a million yeah. bucks, you know. Um, Will Rickson was one, um, yeah. thirty five points two weeks in a row, ultra consistent. Um, another good week for Will. Jack Brown, thirty points. Uh, yeah, 40, he was good, 40 wasn't points, he? Jack, three winners. Jack Brown. Yeah, um, and Leighton Green too. Leighton Green, thirty four. Yeah, even um, young Clayton. I hope I'm saying this right. Clayton Bagini. Bagini. Yeah. Yep. 16 points, the minimum price. Uh, had him on the bench, unfortunately. Yeah. I mean, you know, we, we've talked a few times. If you can just pick up those those scores, I think that's what's going to be a real a real point of difference for you. If you can just make sure that each of, you, each of the people on your team are at least collecting points. Not a cruel process. I think one of the things is is trying to work out what your price point is and what the, the collect is and all that. And I, I had a go at this and um, – for our million dollar plus drivers, I think you're looking at around about that 50, um, 50 and above to try and get some sort of break even out of them. Um, but if you've got somebody who's on $200,000 and you're picking up any points, then that's a return. So, yeah, I, I think trying to find the the price ratio and, and what the return from that is um, will help you in the long term. I think it's important. But if you can get those drivers that are going to churn over points for you, I mean, I I'll look at my team and look, I, I'm not saying anything that's, you know, like unfair to others. Like it's sitting fourth on the ladder, so it's doing quite well. But um, I've got several drivers that aren't picking up big points in there. So the, the I guess the point I'm trying to make there is if you can 
have drivers that are collecting points along the way, you're going to make big inroads because, you know, I look at my team and think, okay, it's doing really well, but gee, it could be doing us a whole lot better. Yeah. There's a lot of drivers there that are, I think I had three zeros this week. Particularly in the, in the Hunter this week, um, with Tamworth being the Hunter meeting, takes out that Newcastle factor and a lot of the, you know, the, the locals there um, didn't pick up any points. I'm talking Tom Callaghan and, and Caitlin McElhinney um, out of there at Tamworth. Yeah. Uh, Jack Callaghan, 53. Another really consistent, a really good week and a consistent week. Not as high a score as what Jack did the previous week. Uh, he was a really popular captain, I would have thought, this week based on what he'd done in week one. Um, we had him in the latest Jersey Boys. So we launched the... the the also Reese or it's hot pink, uh, the leaders jersey certainly stands out on track. I, you know, it, you can't miss it in running. It's it's great. Uh, Jack yes, wore no it in week one. It. Um, I believe he's been he's he spent the morning uh, getting it dry cleaned or ironing it or pressing it or something ready to hand over to Cameron tomorrow <laughs> at Menangle. Uh, so Cameron Hart will be in it this week. Um, I think it's just great that that it, as I said to to a few people and definitely said it to Jack when he. Wasn't sure whether it was going to be his type of kit. Uh, it's status symbol, you know, and one person earns the right to wear it, and it, and it was him last week, and this week it hands over to, to Cameron Hart. So um, yeah, you couldn't miss it, could you, Tom? No, you couldn't. It's a good fraternity thing for the drivers as well, a bit of a, you know, light-hearted, light-spirited um, sort of joke. But um, as you said, status of symbol, uh, symbol of status, sorry. So um, over to Cam this week, see what he can do if he can go back-to-back. And it gave the race caller something something good to talk about too. Like they were certainly taking note of it and, you know, putting it in their preamble as they were scoring up and, you know, mentioning it in, in running as well. So, yeah, I thought, you know, that that's that's something you're going to see each week and it really is a, you know, it's a reward for, for achievement in the in the previous week. So, as I said, Cameron this week, who knows who will get it next week. Um, I think Jack was pretty happy to have a week out of it just quietly. Yeah, I think so. <laughs> I'm, I'm not sure, but I just got that impression. Mission failed. We'll go next time. What this trade will do is serve as a benchmark for future business, Kevin. Why are you running? Why are you running? Kevin, let me lock in that trade right now and get back to you in a few minutes with an exact confirmation. Sorry, bro. Trades, boys. Trades. If you lock in that trade and look, as the sting just suggested, sorry, bro, I... Uh, Sometimes you've got to be a little bit ruthless in this game, don't you? Nothing personal, but if you're not performing, you're out. That's it. Yeah, it's uh, we're playing a game here, so it's, uh, yeah, as you say, nothing personal, but yeah, you've got to be a bit ruthless sometimes. Who did you put on the chopping block, Tommy? You've already done some trades. With respect, um, <laughs> we're Rick's in this week. Um, just having a look at Manangle tomorrow, he doesn't have any drives on Tuesday. Uh, on Wednesday this week at Penrith, he's only got three drives. They might be good chances, but... Just with that volume, I've taken him out for the week. I've put Jack Brown in, um, multiple drives on both of those days. Uh, I've kept the money there um, in my budget to put Will back in next week, depending on how he's, um, how many drives he's got. So that's my main trade for the week. Robbie Morris is back in. Um, also, Tommy Ison's out and James McPherson, he's out too. So I've made a few changes and gone with a few cheap options in, in the Hunter and Riverina. How are you getting Robbie back in, given you've got to spend? Yeah. Yeah, you know, 1.225. Yeah, it was difficult balancing it and getting the right people. Um, Tom Ison, he's, he was a big price tag that helped that. Um, James McPherson downsized there in the River Arena. Um, and, 
yeah, young Clayton Bagini. Um, he's he's got the axe for Robbie's spot in the metro position. Right. So you bigged him up because he did well for you. Yep. And then you've noosed him. Yeah. But uh, to be fair, uh, looking back on it. Um, and looking at the fields at Penrith on Wednesday, he's got a few drives for Brian Portelli, who's out suspended. So Foxy Dada and horses like that. So he still can pick up points this week, but he wouldn't have been in my starting team anyway. Um, he would have just been a reserve. So I'm, I'm happy to see him this yeah. week. And that's important, isn't it? Just being able to get that, that structure right. What, what are you looking at, Brett? Yeah, the big one for me was Jack Trainer. I had him in the team uh, last week and he only picked up the three. Um, also had him as captain. Um so it was a, a total of six for Jack, and it's yeah, it, it was after that it's hard to keep him in. Um, so I've with the extra trade as well, I've I've blown it up. So probably wrongly, I've taken Luke out of the team, and to get those two, I've I brought in Robbie and Cam. Um, I had Cam out uh, once again. I had to get Amanda Turnbull back in the team as well. So that means Mitch is out, and Grace Pinella. Just given that we won't be seeing her for a couple of weeks. Um, I took her out and just went with the cheap option with um, Brianna Lindsay, who has picked up points before. So yeah, it's um, but it's it's a bit of a metro focus at the moment for me. Yeah, Brianna Rudd didn't pick up any points. Didn't get didn't have a drive in week two, which was one of the one of the scores that I carried in my team. Yeah, Grace. We'll talk a little bit about suspension soon, but uh, Grace um, took her her suspension to appeal and. And um and the result was was upheld. So um, Grace will sit out for a couple of weeks. So if you've got Grace Pinella in your team, it's probably probably one to flag. You'll see a little icon on Grace's name on the platform. That icon will indicate that Grace is suspended. Now, if you, my understanding is, and I um, because she's already in my team, I can't actually enact this this option. But yeah, the way we've set it up is that. You actually won't even be able to trade Grace into your team if you if you were trying to do it accidentally, um, because she's unavailable. So hopefully that's a little help to people as well, yeah. just so people don't get caught caught out in a trap like that uh, accidentally. Um, th- there are a few. I got, I've got to find a way to get Robbie back in my team. I think he's a must-have. Having seen some of the drives that he's got tomorrow. Um, knowing that Newcastle's back on the on the radar this week as well, uh, Robbie's one that I'm looking at. I took Amanda Turnbull out of my team last week, which ended up being a good move yeah. the way the the points came in. But I think I've got to try and find a way to get get her back in. Probably she, she's this at week. an angle tomorrow too, so those yeah. points, those extra points, are vital outside of her district. Yeah, yeah, and and Bathurst is on. We're the, back at yeah. Bathurst. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, so to me, it makes sense to try and get Amanda back in the team. Um, how I'm going to do it, I'm not. Yeah, I'm not 100 percent sure. I, I I need to, but they're two that I want to I want to get back in. Obviously, as a flag, Gracie's one that might go. Um, Will's an interesting one, I think. Tom, you know, he he's high enough that you get some value, but low enough that he's not going to be restrictive to, to try and get him back in. So yeah. he might be that that one that you can kind of shift in and out with your team. Um, but at the moment, I'm carrying Cameron Hart, Jack Calligan, and Luke McCarthy, three million dollar drivers. Uh, plus Josh Gallagher at nine thirty-five and a Nathan Turnbull at nine thirty-five as well. Should so, see my team then. So you know I'm going to find it hard to yeah. sort of do you know to bring in others without having to sacrifice probably one of the, one of the big salaries there. So yeah, I've got a I've got a bit of work ahead of me over the next twenty-four hours to try and get that done before before we go into that one p.m. lockout. Who's somebody in your team that you've got there that you want to take out that probably didn't perform as well as you thought? 
Yeah, well, look, um, I thought Blake Hughes might have been pulling some some more points for me, but it, but to be fair, uh, we've only seen Newcastle a Newcastle meeting once, once, and Blake does really well on that track. So I'm I'm clinging to that that I think we're going to get some good results out of Blake, uh, but. You know he's carrying that nine hundred and seventy thousand dollar price tag, so the highest price driver in the in the hunter. I, I think we're going to get good results out of Blake, but I just need to need to work out whether need to get your timing I, right. Yeah, whether I stay the journey there or not. The other one I thought I might have got some better results out of to date might have been Dougie Hewitt. In um, I've held Western. on to Doug for the week. Yep. Yeah, yeah, but I, but again he he fits. He's about the same price as Will Rickson. There's only five k difference there, so I, I don't, I don't see that Doug's price point is actually been necessarily all that restrictive on my on my scoring. So, um, you know, and, and I think there's a valid valid argument what we've seen across the first two weeks, and we've only seen one Wagga race meeting. Whether paying up massively for the for the the big dogs in the Riverina is a is a a legitimate strategy at, at the moment or not, whether we get the value out of the points that come back at you. But outside of the big price point, there's not a great deal of points that are that are coming back anyway. So I think the way it was set up, Brett, we we did put big prices on a Jackson Painting, Blake Jones, Blake Mikulif, these guys, because we knew that they were going to be most in demand within their region. And I think it's still, it still stands up. I think it does, yeah. It's been a, a different start to this. So um, once we get out of sort of January, early February, then these guys are going to be performing every week at Wagga. Um, whereas at the moment we start off with Tamora, then we were Wagga last week and we're Juni this week. So, you know, it's a bit of a mixed bag. And um, they, they usually have for these Carnival Cups meetings, some of the Western drivers come down and take them on as well. So um, we saw that at Tamora. So, you know, I, I think sticking with them in the long term rather than blowing up your team is probably the best option to keep a, either of the two Blakes or a Jackson painting or those at the higher end in the in the Riverina. We saw one of the theories that I thought might play out happen at Wagga. Brad Hewitt went down there and won a couple of races. Yeah, I think we'll see that a bit. Yeah, and was unlucky as well not to win the last race. So, yeah, as perfect for Brad and... Um, Justifies his price tag too because he is metro based and very expensive. He's metro based, but predominantly yeah. we see him more often in the River Arena. But it's based on where he stables in Goulburn, and Goulburn is at the sort of right on the on the border of the metropolitan it, area. Yeah. So, um, yeah, that's where we're going to see Brad. So you'd almost look at we talked last week about if you pick up an angle metro points for Amanda Turnbull, you should treat them as a bonus. Mm. I, I almost think that the same theory applies to Brad Hewitt. If you pick up Metro points for him, it's a bonus because I, I think the bulk of his points are going to come at Wagga, yep. you know, yep. in the River Arena. So. And also Saturday nights in, in those feature races as well. He's got a good team coming for the for the carnival. So Almost the same applies to Josh Gallagher in a way. Like we, we've seen the way his form line reads that if you pick up Metro points for him, and he gets a lot, don't get me yeah. wrong, Um but we've seen how much of a playground that track at Newcastle is for, for Josh Gallagher. That's it, yeah. When you People like Josh and um, Jack Callaghan, I think they're automatic starts in your team, um, yeah, just because they are picking them up in the other regions. And it's something we've said all along. If you can get people who are multi-region, um, put them in the team because they're, that's where all the points are, riding, uh, sorry, driving um, three, four times a week.
On, right. a, on a cheaper scale, a scale, I'm looking at James Locke as well. Um, they done a feature story about him this morning um, on Harness Org. So he's he picked up 17 points this week and um, only had drives at, at Menangle. So he's in my team. Mm. Um, I, I think he that, that 17. I, I just saw that as a as a really good oh, contribution yes. at 475,000. I, I thought that was a really good contribution. Um, and and you're right, most of them came in the metro area. Yeah. Four drives at Menangle tomorrow too, so yep. I must have this week. Yeah, yeah, that price point. I think four seventy five. He's 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 uh, he's a good one uh, to get into your team. This is your captain speaking. Oh, captain, my captain. I'm your captain. I'm your captain. Remind me, who, who's the captain? You be the captain. Who's the captain of this ship anyway? Who is the captain of this ship? Um, that's a question that gets asked a lot around here, I think. <laughs> <laughs> um, boys, it, it was showing again this week that getting that right, getting your captaincy pick is, is crucial. Um, I'm sitting fourth. If I'd have had the captaincy on Cameron Hart, my team would have been sitting on top of the ladder. Yeah, And that, that's, the, that's the difference for a lot of people is those – those gains and those surges up the leaderboard where you can be, um, you know, I think it makes a huge difference. We heard Troy last week on the show say that he, he thought that was that was crucially looking at the way the points set up, I'm not 100% sure, but I, I highly doubt Troy had Cameron Hart as his captain. I think he might have Cam and his team, but not as captain, looking at the, the way the points played out. Um, you know, if you, if you manage to get that right, that's a, you know, the the difference between Cameron and Jack Callaghan was 36 points, Tom. Yeah. You know, so you're looking at almost like a whole, a good whole Solid race week. Mate. You know, yeah. we, we take 36 from a race meet and say that's a good night out. Cameron did that on top of everyone else. You know, if, so if you can get that as your captain, you know, that yeah. That's how you're going to jump up this leaderboard. Yeah, exactly right. Unfortunately, I, I didn't go that way. I went with Jack Callaghan. Cost me 36 points in the end. Not the end of the world, but uh, a lesson a lesson to take from it. Yeah. Um, how are you looking for captain this week, then, Brett? Yeah, well, I was going to say, um, if you've got Cam in your team last week and you've got him as captain, that's 178. Yeah. Because he got 89. I finished with two eighty one, <laughs> so that 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 says a lot. Um, this week, I, I haven't got Cam as captain. I went Robbie Morris, and that's just because of the um, the placement that he does. So we'll see him at um, an angle twice. We'll see him at Penrith, and we'll see him at Newcastle. So that's four meetings. I just think that um, given the amount of ground that he's covering and the amount of drives he's going to have, I think uh, he's the stand up as captain. He's got a good. Good book tomorrow, Tom. Yeah. You'd feel – I think if you've got him as captain, Robbie, um, at the end of tomorrow you're going to – He's sitting pretty – probably yeah. going to be pretty happy that you did it. Now, whether that sustains through the, the rest of the, the round, mm. but I think after tomorrow you'd be pretty happy. Yeah. And a lot of people – you've got to find the money for him as well because a lot of people would have traded him out last week and made changes to the team. So I'd imagine that – a lot of people don't have the budget space for him, um, but I suppose the four trades does help. But it's a toss-up between Robbie and Cameron for me uh, for this week. I'm leaning towards Robbie. Good book tomorrow and um, solid book on Penrith on Wednesday as well. And no doubt he'll be there on Friday and Saturday. The racing, um, the fields will be out late this afternoon for angle on Saturday night, but I, I suspect we're going to be some, some really competitive 
strong racing Saturday night. Does that does that make it if you can go after someone who might do well at a different race meet apart from an angle? more of an attractive option because there might be such a share of points at Menangle on Saturday night? Maybe. Uh, potentially Nathan Turnbull if he goes to Juni on Saturday night. I know he's there tomorrow night um, for the heats, for the just a general race meeting. So you would imagine he'd go there for a feature night. So he could be a good option. No drives tomorrow at Menangle, but we'll pick up Bathurst and double point opportunity at Juni potentially. So... That could be an option outside of the metro region. Apart from that, I, I, I don't think so. Josh Gallagher, you know, given given what we've talked about over and over again, when Newcastle's on, Josh does so well. Does I think once, an option? once again, it's sort of a, a like-for-like situation. You can have one of the three of uh, Robbie Morris, Jack Kelly and Josh Gallagher who are going to have similar sort of drives. Um, and and it, it depends on which ones they've got. It, it, will change the round because we haven't discussed Jack yet and he was our leader in round one. So, you know, if you've got him as your captain in that first round, you're uh, you're making money. So it's, you know, it, it's a difficult one to find who it is. So, um, and once again, you throw Cam into the mix and even Luke McCarthy. Yeah. Um, yeah, he, he'll have some, he's got decent sort of book tomorrow. He'll, as usual, have a, a very good book on Saturday night. So he's another one to throw into the mix. He's got Bondi lockdown yeah. on Saturday night too. You know, um, wrapped in and around some other outstanding chances. You know, there's a chance Luke could have, like we saw in week one, he had a 40 point night at Menangle on the on the first Saturday of the game, um, and that didn't include any Tuesdays. Well, he is in action tomorrow. We will see him at Penrith on on Wednesday night as well. You know, I I wouldn't rule Luke out as a as a legit option. You know, as a potential captain for you this week. I'll have a good look at the fields at 4 o'clock or 5 o'clock when they're out. Uh, as you said, Bondi lockdown's back. But um, I did see Madrid in there also for Cam. Um, there's another star filly back for another prep and hopefully a win for Cam and Captain Cam. Yeah. You know, so you've got those Metro options. So Cameron Hart, Jack Callaghan, Luke McCarthy, Josh Gallagher, Robbie Morris. There's five. And, and I think you could you could toss a coin and you're going to get a way, good result. Yeah. You know, one of those five, I don't think, are going to let you down. Clearly, one's going to be going to end up outscoring the other. But at this early stage, um, you know, just go with your gut feel on that, I'd say, to, to people listening and hoping that we can help you out with making a decision. Um, the the River Arena option looks tough to go to that path this week, um, merely because June is the River Arena meeting and we are going to get some of the Western drivers go there. Um Maybe the Western drivers present an option. You, you mentioned Nathan Turnbull. We're not quite sure what Amanda Turnbull's going to do. She's got. We think Bundoran might be here on at Menangle Saturday night, which potentially indicates she might not be at a Juni. But interestingly, Brett um, Amanda won the Carnival Cups race yeah. at Juni last year. She did. Yeah, I suspect that we won't see her again this year at Juni. But um, great if she did. Uh, I wouldn't have her as captain. Um, I've definitely got her in the team. I think you've got to have her in the team because she is class. But, yeah, I think it would be a hard one to have her as captain. Um, once again, it's a similar reason for not having someone like Cam Hart or Luke McCarthy. It's just you're getting the same amount of points um, for winning a race at Bathurst as you are at Menangle on Saturday night. So it's um, it's trying to get those ones who are going to have the most amount of drives to try and get those, those well, points. Well, she, 
But if she's at Menangle Tuesday afternoon, she's at Menangle Saturday night, and she, and she has a big – she has an Amanda Turnbull kind of night at, at Bathurst on Friday night. Let's say it's a four-winner. Say she has one of those nights, four winners, and she – I think she's got a f- – She's got a favourite uh, that'll go around at Menangle. So, say you've got five or six winners cumulatively over the week, plus some you points know, here and there. Could be looking at a at a sixty seventy kind of kind of week. If you drove Penrith, then I'll be swayed. Yeah, yeah. It's just that extra meeting. I mean, it's the it's the gamble and the yep. the chance you got to take on on someone who has the big night as opposed to the, the decent chunks across more across throw an extra race meeting on, so your Joshes and Robbies and Jacks who, who drive those four race meetings this week. That's the gamble, isn't it? That's the risk. That's always the gamble with this, yeah. And that's why um, uh, Luke McCarthy is another one, as we've mentioned before, just to have him in your team, it's always a bit of a gamble, but you know he's going to get the best drive. So he might have a, a particularly good Luke McCarthy night on a Saturday at Menangle. And pick up, you know, 50, 60, 70, and then you look silly for picking somebody else. But, you know, I, I always just prefer to have that extra meeting. All right. Well, as I mentioned earlier, Grace Pinella uh, is sitting out now for two weeks. So, as I said, you'll see an icon on the, on the, the site with a little red um, apostrophe mark, or, sorry, red exclamation mark on there for Grace. So, uh, as I said, I'm pretty sure the platform has shut you out of buying Gracing if you accidentally try and try and trade her into your team this week. Uh, but in any case, you won't see Grace back until the second of February. So she's, um, you know, sadly she's one of our ambassadors. She's done such a great job for us in promoting the game, and but we'll see her back, and, and I'm sure she'll be bigger and stronger when she's back. Uh, Dean Sanofskis, he's also out third of February, so you, you won't see Dean. Amy Dybert. Amy had a couple of decent drives actually during the week. I noticed um, she did quite well. She's she's got a week on the sidelines, the twenty seventh of January. Brian Portelli, he's in the middle of a two week stint at the moment, so thirtieth of January for Brian and Justin Reynolds, who had a pretty good week actually yeah. in the Western Region. Um, he's out till the third of February as well. I know that there were some people who who traded Justin in last week and did quite well out of it. I'm pretty happy with what he gave them as a bit of a point of point of difference play in the Western Region. So. Uh, it's important to keep across that, Tom, isn't it? Because, you know, the last thing you want is to have those drivers that aren't, yeah. aren't getting your points. I think that when I've seen um, Grace's icon pop up, the the red indicator, that's very helpful and, you know, to the common um, race goer and follower, uh, you know, suspensions are hard to stay on top of. You just sort of, you don't see them and you think, oh, where have they been? But they've been on suspension. So it's very helpful to get as much information as we can out. Yep. So keep an eye out on uh, on any news. You know, you and you'll see that basically on it's um, so on the harness.org.au. If you go through the race results, there's little there's little sort of synopsis next to every driver in every race, which gives you an idea of of um, what the stewards stewards report into into each of those races are, and that'll that'll give you a bit of an idea. So this week, guys, Menangle tomorrow on Tuesday. It's going to be another really really strong Tuesday midweek afternoon at the best track in. In the world, uh, should be some fast racing out there. We'll see a good spread of points, uh, a good share of points, and we're going to see the all the elite big guns, all the ones that you're paying up top dollar for in this game. We're all going to be in action on the same race card. That should be a good afternoon, Tom. Yeah, it's going to be a fantastic afternoon. All the top guns and 
uh, plenty of points up for grabs. Now, because of the Australia Day holiday on Thursday, Penrith moves to Wednesday night this week. A uh, little bit, a little bit different from a scheduling point of view, but we're going to have business as usual from a racing perspective, Brett. Yeah, well, that's it, and you're going to have. Uh a lot of those big guns that you saw on Tuesday going around on Wednesday as well. So it's um, you're going to fill up early with your points, hopefully, and then um, and then just sit back and relax. A lot of the claimers, uh, a lot of claimers at Penrith on on Wednesday had a good look at their fields, and a lot of young drivers there and utilising uh, trainers utilising the claim and um, trying to get preferential barrier draws. Yep, and they're they're the names like your Leighton Greens, yep. your Jack Browns. Yep. Um, Hannah Rickson's, Lucas Rando's. Even Ellen, Ellen Rickson's back from uh, Ellen's Victoria. Ellen's too. Yeah, yeah, there you go. So there, all those names are going to feature there at Penrith. So we're going to – highly likely we're going to see different people in the metro region picking up those points, which I think makes it a really, really interesting game and an and a interesting strategic direction that you can take because you, you'll pick a lot of them up at a lower price point. Yeah, that's right. You Jack know, Brown, so. Glenn McElhinney around, around that 700, 500 mark. Yeah, Jack's a bugger. I think he's five eighty or something like that, isn't he? Jack yeah. Brown. Yeah. yeah. So we well, got Lucas Rando at two seventy five, and Henry Rickson still at two thirty five. Yeah. Who is the bargain of the game? Absolute bargain. So, um, so then we go to Bathurst on Friday. We're going to see the Turnbulls and the Hewitts all, all in action there. Or, you know, and and that'll be given it's a Friday night. They're all going to be in action there. So we're going to see, you know, what what we typically see on a Wednesday night at Bathurst. This time on a Friday night, I think we're going to go crowd there as well, given it's a Friday night. So that should be some great racing there. And running concurrently will be Newcastle. So that's where we're going to see Robbie and Josh and Jack up there, like we have seen Leighton Green's been going up there as well. Yeah. Um, we've seen Will Rickson there. I'll uh, be curious to see if any well. Metro drivers head out to Bathurst instead of Newcastle on Friday. Yeah. Um, Jack Brown, I know, goes there quite often. So I'll be interested to see that. Yeah, yeah, I, I think those Metro drivers are probably going to feature somewhere on Friday night. So this is going to be a, a really good week where I think you're going to see your Metro drivers get multiple drives outside of the outside of the Menangle region. So you know we should see some good some good points getting scored. Junie on Saturday. Now, boys, the the double points Carnival Cups opportunity is up for grabs again on the Junie Cup. So far, it hasn't really featured Mark Hewitt, who's not a uh, not probably in a in a, in a lot of teams. Mm. Um, those who managed to have Mark in their team, we heard Troy had him in week one, and he did quite well out of that. Uh, but last week, Brendan Barnes got it at Tamworth, and he's not even in the game, being a Queenslander who was visiting for the night. So so far, the the double points hasn't hurted anyone. Well, I did I have Mark Hewitt. This might be the week. You've, you <laughs> had Mark Hewitt. I yeah. had Mark Hewitt, so that's the the one thing that's gone right in my team. It's This is a hard one. I mean, to, to try and find who's going to be driving there um, and to, to find the winner is um, particularly hard at some of these Carnival Cups, and therein lies the fun of it and therein lies the skill. So, you know, it's um, good luck if you can find the winner of the, uh, the Junior Cup. Yeah. Well, we're going to see the Riverina boys. We'll see a lot of the Western boys, Tommy. So, you know, it, it makes it tough to try and try and pin down who it might be, but twenty points, it's good if you can get it. Yeah, I, I hope I can. Um, I'm relying on Nathan uh, Turnbull to come down and take take the spoils there because I've gone very light in the Riverina to save some money. Money, so yeah. Blake Mickliff, I think Blake, Blake Mickliff might come into play this week. 
it will see him at Genie, and uh, given there's a there's a Bathurst meeting as well on on Friday night, he he on either your radar. Started to see him emerge this week. Yeah, yeah. No, I haven't. I've um, I've gone for the other Blake, and maybe it, as I said before, it might be just a mustache-based selection. But yeah, <laughs> Blake Jones has been in my team from the start. Um, I don't think we've seen the best of any no. of the Riverina drivers at the moment. As I say, just because it's such a just haven't had the chance. Yeah, they? it's yep. it's just a mixed up sort of uh, start to the game. Um, but we will do. They'll they'll all come into their own. So no, I have I'd, I've got the other Blake. All right, and then Menangle Saturday night and. Oh, gee, I've seen the I've seen the early field as I mean it's about to be released this afternoon for the free for all. It is elite, you know. It, it's a we'll see a very similar caliber field in in the group ones through the carnival, you know. And we're we're going to see a lot of the big guns. You know, Max Shard's back, Bondi Lockdowns in that race. Uh, I saw Bundoran was nominated for Amanda Turnbull. Um, McCarthy's were prominent throughout, so Luke's going to take the the best of them, obviously, but yeah, and and all of these big gun drivers are going to feature too. And as I said, Cameron Hart will be there on Saturday night. So yeah, we're only ten days away from the Carnival of Miracles starting. Yeah. So uh, yeah, we're we're starting to see the best of them come back. So um, interesting times ahead. Yep, yep. Good racing, good points, and um, you know, and the game, the game just adds a whole new, whole new dimension, a whole new element to it. Tom, it's uh, it's been it's been really cool to. To see what a what a race meeting looks like as a complete package instead of isolated in isolated races. Yeah, and I love I love the fact that you can watch every race and not have a bet and still get that that dopamine hit more or less. Just um, have real invested interest in the race and you know staying up and watching watching race eight and race nine at uh, Penrith when you normally would just turn the races off, but you're focusing on your points, you're cheering home drivers, and that that's the fun. Of it. That's the best part. You watch them all racing. I am, yeah, and yeah. following results, watching replays and things like that. Um, yeah, a bit more, bit yeah, more focused. Yeah, I mean, we we do it. We have to look for work, but I'm finding myself making a real effort. I, I, I'm intrigued. I guess I'm I'm a lot more intrigued because I feel like I've got a, I've got a stake in some way. Yeah, yeah. you're watching where every horse is and where every driver's positioning them too. And I agree exactly, Tommy. Watching more racing. Probably not so much cheering as many people home, but yeah, I, I'm, I'm definitely watching uh, every single race. I'm and I'm finding myself going, all right. So first, okay, uh, second, uh, what we in fourth, and then I'm on the I'm on. The oh, I've refreshed it thousands yeah, of times. I've rewound yeah. and I'm checking what was the what was the colours of the one that came through for fourth. Oh, there's yeah. a two pointer. Yep. Yeah. So I'm, I am doing that, and I and I know, obviously, if I'm doing it, clearly, I reckon. Thousands of others who are playing the game out there are too. So you that's know, why the that, leaders' colours are good. You can watch that hot pink go across the yes. line and go, oh, "I know exactly who that yes, is." Yes, yes, that's right. Well, you'll be able to see Cameron Hart go around in the leaders' colours at Menangle, and and obviously everywhere he features this week. Next week there'll be someone else. If if it's in fact not not Cameron again, who's to say? Um, who's to say he won't retain that leaders' jersey because he's in a hot vein form at the moment, Cameron Hart, and we're going to see him. Obviously, at uh, at all the Menang- all the Menangle and Metro meetings this week, so you know every chance for one of the hottest talents in um, in harness racing in the world, really, uh, right yeah. here in our own backyard. And what a, what a privilege it is to see all these fine talents that that we have the the chance to buy and trade in this virtual reality game of fantasy harness racing. You know, yeah. and turn them into our team. What a, what a privilege! And it shows you Cam's commitment to the sport is unbelievable. He's at Canberra tonight. Realistically, he doesn't have to go down there. Um, 
in terms of you know building uh, rapport with trainers, but he still goes down there. So all credit to him. Yep. No, it's fantastic, um, guys. I, everyone out there listening, thanks for thanks for tuning in. I hope you hope you continue to have a bit of fun. Uh, four trades this week, as we said, which makes the gives the game a, a new dimension and a, and a new intriguing strategic element to it this week because it'll allow you to make some moves that you were potentially a little bit restrictive uh, without that extra trade. It will allow you to potentially fix up any errors that you feel like you've made or to, to try and strengthen up an area, um, you know, and make a move that frees up some cash in order to put put more cash on someone else's head. So, yeah, I'm excited to see what, what that – what it does, Brett. I think the four trades is gonna gonna add a whole new layer to the game this week. Yeah, as we said before, it's it's going to make it much more interesting. Um, and it's probably at a good time too to to help people who are getting to grips with the game and try and bet it down. So it's um it's it's going to be uh, a good week for it. All right, boys. Good luck, Tommy. Good luck with your team. Beautiful. I know that. Uh, well. Yeah, I know that uh, you, you'll come in with bags under your eyes next week because you'll be. You'll be keeping an eye on all the racing. Uh, Brett, good luck with your team. Yeah, yeah thanks, mate. going to yeah. it. Yeah, no, no, it's good, yeah. You know what will happen? Like, you've you've got – Jack Trainer's in your dirty books because you got – because he only gave you three points last week. <laughs> he is going to come out and dominate this week, Jackie boy. Oh, he's going to be the first one to clear a century. I can guarantee it now. Yeah, <laughs> Saturday night. Have a big week. And that's the beauty of the game, isn't it? Uh, to all our listeners, thanks for tuning in. If you – if you get a chance to tell someone about Fantasy Harness Racing or indeed the podcast, please do. Give us a like, share, review, something like that, as long as it's positive. <laughs> uh, enjoy the enjoy playing the game throughout the week. It is a lot of fun. And uh, we'll be back next Monday, boys. We'll, we'll, we'll do it all again. Review, preview, uh, share our opinions where we can and hopefully uh, help out some people along the way. Well, catch you next week, lads. See you, mate.